1: To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of Pittsburgh Steelers Fact or Fiction. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I'm the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And on this Memorial Day's Eve, I would like to uh, let us remember what this day is all about and thank all of those all of your friends and family, everybody, whether it's a relative, whoever, even people we don't know, that gave the ultimate sacrifice for our country. So I would like to say happy Memorial Day to those and let us remember all of those that paved the way to the freedoms that we have today. So thank you so much. My name is Brian Anthony Davis once again, and it is time for Pittsburgh Steelers Factor Fiction. Hopefully, A lot of you do not have to go to work tomorrow and you have an extended holiday. Some of us do have to work, so uh, be safe, my friends, and it is great to hear from you. And like I always say, if it's the off season and you're hanging out with me on a Sunday, whether it be in the morning or whether it be in the evening, but it's May and you could be doing so many cool things and you choose to talk about the black and gold with me, that's pretty awesome. So thank you much you bleed black and gold and you are a true Pittsburgh Steelers fan. There are a lot that wait until the season and that's okay. That doesn't mean that they love the Steelers any less. They just don't thrive to and don't live for it to hear about it every single second of the day like some of us are cursed with. And I feel like that too. But one of the things that I am so blessed for is the fact that I can talk about this all the time, and this is, uh, this is what I do. And I get to not only produce my own shows, but every, every other show. And we have some more exciting things coming up, especially in the new season, and it's something that we're working on as we speak. Last Memorial Day was my first show that I ever produced. So Jeff was getting ready to leave. I went, I sat on his front porch, and he taught me how to put a show together. And my first show took me an hour and a half to put together. And then now I do two or three a day, and it's just click, 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 click. Do this, and I'm there. So it feels really good. Snowman loves my shirt. Yes, I have a Holland & shirt on. Uh, don't tell Jeff Hartman. Jeff Hartman has a problem with John Oates because he sang the national anthem before the Steelers and Jaguars that I believe was 45 to 42, if I'm not mistaken in January of 2018 to end that 2017 brilliant season for the Steelers. And he blames the loss on John Oates. So I'll just pull the shirt down. Yeah, this was one of my Christmas gifts this year. And I think it's a classic pose from those guys. So (laughs) I figured that would be a fun one to wear today. Um, It's also Memorial Day, and I wanted to bring up, and I brought this up on uh, one of my articles that I wrote today. I would like to go ahead and say, rest in peace, to uh, some Hollywood legends, and one would be, well, not really a Hollywood legend, but a entertainment legend, BJ Thomas passed away uh, last night at the age of 78 and if you don't know B.J. Thomas, B.J. had the first number one of the 1970s. On January 3rd of 1970, raindrops keep falling on my head from the classic Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid from that movie. He hit number one with that song and if you don't know that song, pull it up on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you pull up your music it is just an absolute classic, kind of makes you feel good, kind of a nice little message in there. But also, if you're an 80s fan like me who loves pop culture of the 80s, now, a guy who uh, did a lot of theme songs was Alan Thick. He did the theme songs for Different Strokes and Facts of Life. He wrote them and he performed in Different Strokes. But he had a sitcom of his own, and he did not do the theme song for it. B.J. Thomas did it for Growing Pains. As long as we got each other, if you, I could, I could hear it right now. Show me that smile again. That's B.J. Thomas. If you did not know that, so um, also my favorite show of the 1970s. Of course, I'm a big Mash fan. There's a lot of shows that I love, but I love the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And I just, along with Newhart, Newhart was another one of my favorites. In fact, Bob Newhart is one of my all time absolute favorites, but another one of my favorites. And you guys know these guys well, because of movies like Elf, and they're still around today. In fact, my gosh, Ed Asner, who played Lou Grant, he was an Up. He was Santa Claus in Elf. You know, Bob Newhart was in in, uh, Elf as well use Papa Elf, but when I talk about those old shows, and this is what 2am is all about, talking about remembering stuff, and talking about the fun side of our fandom, and when I think of that show, the Mary Tyler Moore show, Mary was absolutely brilliant, there was a lot of, uh, they mentioned the Steelers a few times in that show, because the Vikings were their team of choice, and, but The one guy on that show that was Mary's buddy, he was the voice of reason for everything, was Murray Slaughter. And Murray was played by the great Gavin McLeod. And a lot of you don't realize Gavin McLeod went on right after that show ended. Because that show ended in 1976, maybe early 77. He went straight to the love Boat, And he played the incomparable Captain Stubing. And Captain Steubing was your gruff captain, but he had a heart of gold. And he started off as like uh, the guy everybody was afraid of. And here he was the captain with a heart. And everybody remembers Captain Steubing. And my wife and I just streamed. We like to put on TV shows, like happy TV shows, when we go to bed. And you just put it on, and we let it run all night. I used to, I was used to complete silence, and now we let that stuff run all night. And if it was up to me, I'd run old Steelers games. But so, but we've been running the love boat. And so I've had a lot of Gavin McLeod lately. And uh, when I heard that he passed away, I was, uh, it it made me feel like I lost a little bit of something. Because as fans, whether it be of the Steelers or TV show, pop culture, whether, whatever it is. And George says he was on Mikhail's Navy. And somebody else told me he had a spot on Hawaii five o as well he was also on King of Queens late in his uh career as well Gavin mcLeod um whoever it is if you have somebody that that makes you feel really good and makes you remember the older times like that that's what the Steelers do for me too and these actors and actresses the pop culture the music the hollowaus shirt you know that's the kind of stuff that makes me think of my childhood and when things were simpler so and i think we've lost a lot of that and the reason we've lost a lot of that is well it's simple we have so many things going on now remember when everybody had to watch the super bowl one of the reasons i became a pittsburgh pirate fan was we had three networks and they were on the nbc affiliate and that's where we watched the news on that that's the thing you know you watched that stuff and everybody watched that stuff now you don't have to watch football on Thanksgiving. You could watch a stupid dog show. Yeah, you could watch a cocker spaniel trotting all over the place with some pompous person on a leash. Hey, here's my cocker spaniel. Check this out. Um he, <laughs> okay, my wife's gonna yell. My mom will yell at me if she hears that too. Um, but you know, that, that's that's kind of the thing. So we back then that was a golden time, yeah. Man, it really was for pop culture and stuff, because you had less choices, which it's great to have choices, but when you have less choices, you get to know so much more about everything around you. So that's one of the things, but Hey, let's get on to the Steelers. Um, man, I tell you what, I'm getting excited even more and more. Now OTAs were this week. And the thing for me about OTAs is, you know, like Jeff Hartman said, It's football in your underwear, but the best thing about football in your underwear, football in shorts, you know, the best thing about that is you get to show off the basics, and if you showed, if you saw a guy like Najee Harris, and you weren't excited on draft day, got to be a little bit more excited with one-handed catches, and how fast he looked, and how fluid he looked, you got to get excited over a guy like Kevin Dotson, when He's stepping up as a leader already, and he's talking to the media, and he's talking about Adrian Clem. And Russ Obenstein says, guys, I think offensive line is going to surprise people, fresh faces, with no old habits, and buying into Clem's physical mean and nasty attitude. That's what Kevin Dotson was talking about as well. He talked about how he needed to get better and how he wanted to learn more. But this is going to be back to what you think of with Pittsburgh Steelers football, a mean and nasty line. And I think Zach Banner, Jeff Hartman was talking about it on Let's Ride the other day, and he was mentioning that, you know, this Zach Banner could be a leader for this team as well. And he really sounds like it. So I, I'm really excited for uh, um, I'm really excited for this entire thing. I'm really excited for the show. And when I say the show, I'm talking about the 2021 season because it is going to be something to be remembered because it's great when everybody, it's like dirty dancing. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Go ahead. Put the Pittsburgh Steelers in a corner. Go and do it. That's fine. The chip, the chip is beautiful. The chip grows. The chip grows. It's not a tortilla chip. It's not a poker chip. It's not a cow chip. It's not a potato chip. It's not a chocolate chip. You know what it is? It's motivation, and this team has it. And that's what I'm excited for to see this. Um, Steeler Nation 412 says, What is up, bad? How you doing? You see Kendrick Green working out today, lifting about 700 pounds. My gosh, this guy he wants to prove something. He's like, hey man. You guys talked, you talked about the Creed Humphreys and the Landon Dickersons and all these guys, and nobody thought about me. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers had him on that list, and that's pretty awesome. Snowman says, any news on Kendrick Green's contract? Kendrick Green's contract is a formality. This is not the 90s or the 80s when guys... When guys held out, he's, he's the slots make it kind of easy. You know, you really don't have to worry about it. It's going to happen. It'll probably happen soon. He's the only one left. I'm not worried about it. I, gosh, I'm don't even lose sleep on it. It's going to be signed. I don't even know what's holding it up. Might be the team holding it up and it has nothing to do with anything. Um, but I'm pretty excited about guys like Kendrick Green. And I was at dinner at my buddy's house, a guy I love. He's a pessimistic Steelers fan. He's a pacer. He's, he's a great guy. He knows his team. But the first thing he says when I say, hey, man, did you see Najee Harris? He goes, it doesn't matter what how sleek Najee Harris looked. He has no line. I'm like, yeah, he has a line. Trust me, Najee has a line. Pouncy's not there, but you have another guy. And think about it. If Kendrick Green doesn't start, they're high on Kendrick Green. If he doesn't start, that means that's not a bad thing. And the reason it's not a bad thing, well, you could say bad. You know, it could be a bad thing because it means he's not ready. Well, it means that they're going to let him learn a little bit more. And B.J. Finney is fine to learn under. They know it's going to be Kendrick Green's job. It's probably going to be Kendrick Green's job at the end of 2021. He will be the starter sometimes in 2021, most likely. But B.J. Finney could hold down that Ford. So when Snowman and Russ say that the line's going to surprise some people, yeah, they definitely will. And I'm not worried about it. I talked about this the other day. And something that you said the other day is this. You said, "Not, I'm sorry, not the other day, but something you said in the past about this offensive line. It's like, man, they need to get nasty. This offensive line needs to get back to the run blocking. That's what you wanted. They need to get back to the run blocking. What do they do? They take a guy who is a fantastic pass blocker, and they let him walk, and that's Alejandro Villanueva. They get a guy back who, what did you complain about when you were worried about Zach Banner all along last year? Yeah, I just don't know if he could pass protect. Zach Banner's like, hey, I could pass protect. That's no problem. I only gave up three sacks of Sam Darnold in college. But what did you love about Zach Banner? You love the fact that Zach Banner was your your extra tight end. 72 is now eligible. He he would come in. You knew they were going to run the ball. And, man, he was good as a run blocker. You're worried about the pass blocking. We didn't get to see much of him. We saw three and a half quarters of him last year. But I'm pretty comfortable with him running blocking. So you have – we talked about the chicken or the egg thing with the line. And the running back. But what I, I see here is you have a dynamic running game. And you don't think that those other runners are pumped up to show what they can. No one wants to be the guy left out. Jalen Samuel's like, man, I don't, I'm not going to be left out. I'm going to earn my job. I'm watching number 38 in some running videos. He looked pretty good. So did Benny Snell. Benny Snell looked really fluid in what I was looking at too. So all I'm saying is competition and doubt from the outside fuels a football player. And I'm excited about, that's why I'm excited about this team. So you can go ahead and pin number nine on them. When I say number nine, the number nine seed in the AFC, go ahead, do that. Fine. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Because when you tell me I can't do something, I'll be like, all right, game on. Game on is, is how I am. So what did you see in minicamp this week? I thought it was funny in mini, excuse me, not mini camp, OTAs. I thought it was really funny that nobody could tell you who was in OTAs and who did not attend. But they would show you video and go, oh, I'm showing you video. You can see who's not in this video. We have all the receivers here. And you're like, oh, I don't see a 19. I don't see an 18. I don't see an 11. Huh. (laughs) Just made me laugh. So something else I want to talk about before we get into the main crux of the show. Besides what you found significant in OTAs is Ben Roethlisberger. Just talked about chips on the shoulder. Man, Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a major motivating chip on his shoulder. Because PFF, pro football focus. What wangs? I got to tell you, I subscribe to them, but you're jerks. You know why I'm going to say that? They show him throwing a little five-yard pass to Najee Harris, and they wrote, Big Ben working on his deep ball. Go ahead, (laughs) that's fine. Do say what you want to say. Go throw shade. Oh, he's old. He lost his arm. Then Mark Mark Cabali comes on Twitter, and Ramon Foster. Oh man, Ramon!
1: Ramon was
0: ticked off, and so he came on, and uh, he responded to Ramon Foster the Big Rag Goose response, and he said. Well, I'm not allowed to say this, but I saw Ben connect some pretty nice 55-yard passes. So Ben can throw the deep ball. I just think that uh, David Moya says that Ben throwing to Najee is serious. Oh, yeah. Najee's going to do some things that... James Conner caught the ball well out of the backfield. James Conner does not have the fluidity and the elusiveness... I love James Conner, but he doesn't have what Najee Harris has. So it's going to be interesting. So every Steeler Nation 412 says, I just laugh when people say Ben has a noodle arm. What was the big problem with Ben bat? Let's talk about that noodle arm. Okay, look, I'm leaning in. Hand on the chin. Reason the hand's on the chin. Let's talk about that noodle arm. That noodle arm last year. You know what the problem with Ben Roethlisberger last year. It wasn't his lack of being able to throw the deep ball; it was the fact that he wasn't connecting on the deep ball. He was overthrowing receivers when he threw it deep. So, there's something more of a uh, maybe more of a touch. But man, with what they put together, get excited! Definitely get excited about this. Another thing I know you're going to bring up. I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring it up quick. Julio Jones. Don't expect him to come to Pittsburgh. Chase Claypool thinks it would be awesome. Chase, if he does do that, you got to give up your number 11. Hey, but you get your college number back. You get 83. Nobody has it, and Ben trust you. He'll let you, he'll let somebody have Heath Miller's number and he'd let you have it. But he's not coming. I don't want him to come. Now, let me preface that. I would love a cheap Julio Jones, the, the real cheap. Julio Jones on the cheap and on that team. I would love it. But if you're going to spend money, you got to spend it elsewhere. But the thing you've got to spend to get Julio Jones or next year's draft, you got to sacrifice a good part of next year's draft. The team that's going to do it. I know everyone's talking Seattle right now. Michael Beck swears it's going to be in Indianapolis, but I'm telling you, I am telling you he's going to be in black and purple mark it down. They're going to pull something off and they're going to get them cheap and it's going to tick me off and all of you off and they're going to do it. Will they win a ring with them? Maybe not, but I just think it's going to happen. Andre Coleman says this and I'm going to bring this up real quick. Andre, I love this and this is true and this is something I've been looking at as well and now I can't Seem to get it up. Here it is. Hey, bad. Remember this. Big Ben is thirty-one hundred yards away from surpassing Marino and Rivers to be in the top five in passing yards all time. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Why are we throwing shade on this guy? Why was it the fact that he was a punk early in his career and he was he was cocky? He didn't know how to handle it. He didn't wear a helmet when he rode his motorcycle. Was it a fact that he was arrogant? Is that why everybody from outside the 412 hates this guy? I'm telling you what. He would have to do something so amazing to win the NFL MVP. There's no way they're ever going to let him have it. He would have to do something extraordinary and impossible, and he'd still struggle to win that. Because everybody, everybody wants to see Big Ben Roethlisberger fail. You can talk about you can talk about the uh, accusations earlier on in his career. If they're true, I will never excuse that. But a lot of the things that came out, you looked at, and you could say, "Okay, I understand why this happened," and and I get it because if they were. If it was really true, true charges would have been, they would have been, um, they would have been charged. Let's put it that way. Um, But I don't want to get on that. All I want to say is Big Ben and Stacey Lynn saying haters have to hate. That's the thing, man. We know what we have in Big Ben and I'm comfortable with him this season. And I really am. Um, Donald Nolan, you're right. Anthony Johnson is wearing 83. Anthony Johnson doesn't get to keep 83 if Chase Claypool wants it. Anthony Johnson's probably not making the team either. So that's, uh, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not happening. 11's not coming. We've, we've got an 11 and I'm happy with our 11. So I going to talk to you in a little bit. But let's take a break. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. And we're going to talk about if you had an opportunity in different situations, what Steeler would you like to hang out with? Find out who I want to hang out with right after this on Tales from 2 a.m. from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Stick around.
1: Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music.